Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to squeeze two hours into one hour. How's that? We're going to have to talk fast. Got a lot to cover. We're going to have a guest with us. He's, uh, I don't know if we could really call him a guest because he's a good old friend, and we're going to have him kind of uh, school us on what's going on. He's with RCAF USA. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, O most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for the great I Am that you are, the creator of all life, our Savior, the Spirit that dwells within us, Father, your children. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy, which we do not deserve. Father, may we be a repentant people. May I be a repentant person, because I know I fail you every day. But as a nation, Father, we have much, much to repent for. I ask again, Father, as you have commanded me, for your protection over President Donald Trump, all those around him, his family, his associates, his attorneys, his friends, place before him godly counsel. Strengthen him. I fear for his life. Reveal to us the truth, Father. And you have been, and it's not pretty. (laughs) And smite down the evil. Grant to us, your children, wisdom, courage, discernment, strength. Help us not to grow weary, but to stay strong. Guard us from evil. And may we rise up as your soldiers, that all and that all that we do will only glorify you. In all these things, we look to you, for you are light, you are life, you are truth, you are just, you are love. May we be your vessel unto this world. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Climate change is nothing more than a globalist attempt to control your food, your land, your life. With all the political drama these days, it's easy to lose focus on what is truly important. That's not to say we shouldn't be paying attention to the drama, but we should look deeper into what's actually going on. We have a two-tiered justice system in America. That's an unfortunate fact. But why? We have globalists leading, that's why. And globalists care very little about the American way of life or justice. They don't care about life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness, property, or prosperity. Those are not coveted words to them, to globalists. But they, the woke, the left, the rhinos, they basically deny certain parts of what makes America unique. They've taken America, and they are breaking America. From health care, what they term to be affordable, to faith, 
They're trying to take that away from you. To gun control, to education, redistribution of wealth, your wealth, not theirs. Sustainable is a word they love to throw around, but the true meaning is not a part of their goal. American sovereignty, American independence, American self-sustaining, private property ownership and rights is a no-no according to the left, the woke, the rhinos, the globalists. In their worldview, government and the elite should own and control everything. We know nothing. They know best. Your land, your water, your food, your revenue, your education, your health care, your jobs, your occupation. The globalist world, which is nothing more than worldwide communism. Worldwide communism, excuse me. Let's look at food. If someone controls your food source, pleasing them becomes very important, doesn't it? You will be their servant. Climate change is nothing more than a control tactic. Food and water are important for life. I had two articles cross my desk a few weeks ago that prompted me to invite Bill Bullard back on the show. I I said earlier, he's not really a guest, he's a friend. But we should talk a lot more often than we do. The articles that spurred my invitation to Bill, which is, he's the CEO CEO of uh, RCAF USA, I can't even talk. Well, there's two different topics with them. On May 19th, I received this one. Small farmers now front and center in John Kerry's plan to save the earth. (laughs) He's a globalist, folks. Climate change is about control of your food. And on May 21st, I had one come across my desk about mad cow disease. A case was detected in the U.S. Bill and I have talked about that before and how important cool is. Now, that cow was originated, I think, I guess, in Tennessee. That's where he came from when he went to slaughter anyway. But we are honored and excited to welcome Bill Bullard back to CSC Talk Radio. You know, Bill, you don't have to wait for me to invite you. Give me a call every time something's going on because I cannot keep up. And we must stay vigilant in this fight. And we must stay vigilant together for America's food, for America's beef source. Before we get started, Bill, I I promised my grandson, Seth, that I would share his joke with you today. Friday was, I mean... Sunday was Father's Day, and they were sharing Dad's joke. It's a kind of a thing at my house now. So, when two vegans fight, is it still called a beef? I hear you all groaning out there. Welcome back, Bill. We're so glad to have you. I hope you and your family are doing well. Doing great. Thank you very much. Glad to be here again, Beth Ann. Well, we're just excited to have you. I wanted to approach first. You've got several things that I have received since I got those two articles. But I wanted to talk a little bit about this John Kerry thing. You know, they all want us to eat bugs. I kind of prefer my hamburger, my beef, my steak, my briskets. But, uh, and my, you know, I like my bacon as well. But they all want us to eat bugs. And I'm thinking he's mouthing off. And where's the USDA to protect the farmers here in the United States? But I don't know if you read his article or not. I mean, not his article, but I don't know if you heard his speech. But cows are a problem. Those gassy cows. I I did look at that and look at his comments about uh, we can't reach net zero without intensely focused on agriculture. And, uh, you know, I agree with what uh, John Boyd said. He's president of the the, uh, Black Farmers Association. And he said, why aren't they talking to the farmers? Um, If there's a a need uh, or they perceive a need that could be addressed by America's farmers and ranchers, why aren't they talking to us? 
uh, about that. And instead, you know, they're off on their pulpits uh, on an international global level and trying to, as you said, dictate to everyone else what must be done. And, of course, uh, the Netherlands is ground zero for this effort by the government, by the globalists, to begin dictating uh, standards, production standards on producers, and worse, actually forcing them out of business. And, of course, that raises national food security interests, and nobody's talking about that. Instead, they're talking about, well, first it was phosphate that they wanted to reduce uh, emissions from, and now it's nitrate. Again, this is the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but this is really the focal point, and the farmers uh, there realized that they were being uh, oppressed and taken advantage of, and they stood up and fought, and they fought back, and they, they did it civilly. Um, they ended up uh, taking control of, of their government um, so that they could begin to impart some sanity back into what was a chaotic and, uh, uh, and senseless exercise. Um, at that point, so, you know, this is such a big issue, and it all centers on globalism. And what we've discovered is globalism itself is unsustainable. And, Absolutely. Uh, so and I... I we, it- I hear the music, but everything that they're throwing at us is not sustainable. And, uh, you know, our farmers have done pretty well for a long time, and America has done pretty well. I will admit that we have some things that are, you know, some processing, not necessarily straight out of the slaughter, but there's processing across the land that we have chemicals in our food that we shouldn't have in our food. But America's beef is the very best beef, and I'm really not ready to eat I'm really not ready to eat bugs yet. Anyway. We're going to go into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bill Bullard of RCAF USA. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true. True wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal Bill, needs. And join Melody yeah, weekday afternoons okay. at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSClaims.com. Daniel Turner, founder That's and executive director of Power of the so Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural and, uh, resources are the lifeblood of our static, nation and have made our nation we'll, prosperous. We'll Rural America the is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. 
worldly radicals like Tom Stiers <laughs> and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest yeah, news and donate to those who too. are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You didn't even move out of your seat. Now is the time for all good men <laughs> and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. Okay. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference when you buy American. The money yeah, you my spend husband, stays he's not in America. Days, Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. So it's been Liberty Tabletop for about seven years. Beautiful varieties and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bill Bullard of RCAF USA. I don't know what's wrong with me. My tongue hasn't been working very good today. But the reason I wanted to talk a little bit about this, and then we can move on, because I know you have a lot going on, too, that you want to bring to the listeners. But the reason that Kerry wants to attack the farmers, and the reason they're not going to the farmers, is because they want the land. I'm always convinced it's all about the property. It's all about the land. And rural America has been under attack for a long time, and uh, they want to control it all. I'm disappointed in what's going on in South Dakota right now and how the governor I just praised and praised is doing nothing to stop these uh, this pipeline that's going through there that's not, <laughs> that's piping carb CO2 rather than, rather than oil, and uh, ignoring the the ranchers there there's like 80 ranchers i think and uh um Mm -hmm. and they're just going along with it and i'm sure it's all about the money it's all about money and i'm very disappointed in her for not standing up for them uh but it is about the land don't you think bill well it certainly is it's about control over the um the property and Mm -hmm. the food production system and we we saw that you know this raise its head many years ago, and that's when they formed what was called the Global Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. Really what that was was the precursor to this ESG, uh, Environmental, Social, and Governance Standards. And so what the Global Roundtable for Sustainable Beef tried to do was to include all of the multinational meat packers, the major retailers, and the organizations that purported to represent the producers, farmers and ranchers. And they got together and came up with these arbitrary standards for environment, for example, that they had to write uh, grazing reports and and how they were uh, grazing their animals. And they had to have approval for that. And then they had to meet certain social standards. And then in terms of governance, of course, they needed a mandatory radio frequency identification ear tags on the cattle. 
so that they can begin to measure the progress of producers, even though they haven't set a goal for what that progress meant. But it was putting producers on a course of acquiescence to some uh, transnational private government, and everybody is falling head over heels for it. Well, then came along uh, what we saw with the ESG, and that is where the World Banks are establishing these environmental, social, and governance standards that major multinational corporations need to meet in order to obtain financing. So now they're chasing a credit score based on the very standards that the Global Roundtable for Sustainable Beef was trying to impart on the industry. And then you've got the government stepping in and saying through the Securities and Exchange Commission that the multinational corporations now will have an obligation uh, to provide uh, data and reports uh, and updates on how they are meeting these environmental, social, and governance standards. And, of course, the only way they can do that is that they begin to exert their control upstream in the supply chain. And so that's how they're directly impacting the farmers. The government has put the duty on the packers and given them the authority uh, to pressure producers into conforming to these global standards that are arbitrary. Uh, you know, they develop crises on paper. And, uh, and you know, if you just look at this from a common sense approach, um, and you ask yourself the question, could a, a, you know, a, a God-produced animal, a cow, uh, be the demise of our planet? And the answer, of course, from a common sense perspective is no. So what's going on? And so what they're trying to do is capture control over the production system. But first, they have to gain approval from the general public, and they give them you know, this uh, – this nonsensical uh, explanation of how cows are destroying the planet and therefore we must control and eliminate cattle producers in order to save the planet. And that's what we're seeing happening in the governments of the Netherlands. Remember, the Netherlands is a tiny, tiny country. Yes. And yet it is ground center for what's going on. And they were trying to, uh, you know, force out uh, farmers and ranchers in that country. They're doing the same thing in Ireland, trying to eliminate the number of cows in Ireland. And so what the um, public needs to ask is, so what happens to our food supply? What happens to our food supply now that we have consolidated and concentrated the industry and we have, you know, created environmental impacts that never existed before? And the only reason we have them now is because we have such a highly concentrated and skeletonized system. So and it's a system that failed the public just a couple of years ago when they went to the grocery store and could not yes. buy the protein they needed for their family because the beef and the pork and the lamb shells were empty. And the reason for that is we have an unsustainable system. We have an unsustainable system because we follow these stupid global dictates and they have led us in a direction that is actually putting America at risk because we are now at risk of food shortages that we've never had before. You would never have under a disaggregated production system and a disaggregated uh, processing system. But that's exactly the opposite trend that we've been on for the past 40 years, and we have to turn it around. And what we're doing is we're, you know, we publicly supported the Dutch farmers in their efforts to preserve their farms and ranches, and now we've invited uh, one of their spokespersons, uh, a uh, a political um, analyst and advocate in the Netherlands. Her name is Ava uh, Vlardinger-Brock, and she's going to be at our convention in August. And 
in Rapid wow. City, South Dakota, to talk to U.S. producers about what in the world has happened with a runaway government in the Netherlands who is following the global dictates, you know, that originated at the World Trade Organization, the United Nations. Uh, and that is an unsustainable failure. And now so we need to regroup. Uh, we need to, to decide what our strategy is for a food, uh, in, in food system in the United States and then strike off on a new course because the course we're on is leading to disaster. You know, that is so, so true. I love the way you said that, and I'm so glad you're having her come there. Um, you might, we might get her on the air and kind of promote that for you some too. This, uh, this stuff with taking the land and taking the food control and all that, I, I know it is globalism and that's where it is. It's not sustainable, but I, I have in my hand, and it really has nothing to do with us except it does. And this is uh, coming from the Daily Caller, and it says the CEO of one of America's largest defense contractors says it's impossible to stop relying on China. Now, you know and I know that they have, with this uh, these horrible trade deals that they had here going, that Americans have lost. We've lost jobs. We've lost control of some of our food sources, food products, our, our independent uh, you know, maybe that was greed here within the United States, but it, it has escalated uh, with our poultry, our our pork, and and all of this. You know, the 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 sheep, the all of it. And now the the last one is the cattle industry. They've got to seize the cattle industry, and God bless the ranchers and the cattlemen around this country because they have been fighting hard. And you even have to fight within your own with the checkoff, a beef checkoff. And I'm going to let you talk about that here in just a minute. But it's it's amazing to me that this guy just says, yeah, well, it's impossible. So does that mean we shouldn't strive to to meet that, make a goal and meet it? Because I think we can do it. We rely way too much on China. We found that out during the pandemic. And uh, they want nothing more. They're buying land here in this country. And I believe they are in this country. And I'm ter- terribly worried about what's going to happen. But I believe we can get it back, but it's going to cost. It's going to cause some sacrifice. The Americans are going to have to sacrifice and be wise. So let's get on with what's going on with our calf and all the. You guys do so much and you fight so well. <laughs> and I know sometimes you probably feel like you're beating your head against a brick wall, but uh, I do appreciate all that you do, Bill. Well, and, and we know that we're up against some of the most powerful political and economic forces ever Goliath. to march the halls of Washington, D.C. <laughs> and so what's, what it's going to take to overcome that is a partnership between the actual cattle ranchers and the consumers, the beef consumers, uh, that know that uh, they're receiving an affordable and uh, abundant supply of wholesome beef from U.S. producers. And the only reason that that becomes distorted like it has been with superinflated beef prices at the retail store while cattle producers were receiving depressed prices for their cattle. It only becomes distorted because we're still following the, the globalist approach, and that is uh, the bigger the better, and, uh, and borderless world is what they strive for. And none of that makes sense. And it wasn't until the Ukraine conflict, the war, that uh, these geopolitical forces uh, have proved to be dominant forces in this failed theory of globalism. And, it, and it's, um, I think they want a world war. I think they think that's the only way to grow, pull everybody together and finally have their ultimate globalism. Anyway, 
America is the final chapter, and we cannot lose this. And we got to fight every little battle we possibly can. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bill Bullard. We're going to continue this conversation. RCAFUSA.com. Go to RCAFUSA.com. Join them because they need all the help, and you need all the help we can get. And we will be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. For such a time as this... We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? For centuries, those who raise, breed and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from illegal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. 
Beyond the Battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, Brush Strokes and Balladeers, The Imbar, The Call of the Cow Country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with RCAF. Um, Bill Bullard, CEO, CEO of RCAF USA. You can visit them. Go to RCAFUSA.com. That's RCAFUSA.com. Bill, I have in my hand, it's an article actually that was written by someone else, I believe, in your organization. And uh, it is dealing with the uh, Opportunities for Fairness and Farming Act. Uh, you call it the OFF Act. And... Uh, I um I'm very curious, you know, and it it does you know like, you know, Christy Nome, we just think the world of her and now she's not standing up to what she should. And then we uh Oh yes, our dash calf USA. I was forgetting to say the dash, excuse me. And then uh now, you know, we looks like you're fighting Mike Lee on some of this stuff too. So I just kind of wanted you to the article is called One Billion Dollars in a Flat Iron Steak Later. I wanted you to kind of talk about this just a little bit. Yeah, so the checkoff program was established over three decades ago, and it was intended to increase demand and consumption of beef. And the theory, of course, was if you did that, you would help America's farmers and ranchers that raise cattle. And so the program was incepted in 1985. And it has essentially remained the same throughout the last three or four decades, three and a half decades. During that time, we've lost four out of every 10 cattle operations in the United States. Farmers and ranchers just exited the industry. During that time, we've lost 7 million of our mother cows out of our national herd. And during that time, we've wiped out 77% of all of our marketing outlets for all of our farmers and ranchers. And those marketing outlets, of course, are the small farmer feedlots that would feed the animal until it's ready for slaughter. And so our industry has been shrinking at an alarming rate. The trajectory is that we will continue to shrink until we hit some optimal lump number, which is well below the three-quarters of a million mm. cattle producers that are left in the United States. And the checkoff program that was designed to prevent this from happening was an abject failure. And so we've gone to Washington and asked them to make significant reforms. And the reforms that we're asking for is we need to be to bring accountability and transparency back to this program. So producers who are forced by the government to pay into the program can actually realize and uh, understand where the money's going and who it's supporting. And right now, the money's being funneled through an advocate group that lobbies on behalf of industry, and it's the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, is the biggest recipient of the checkoff dollars. Last year, they got $25 million. This program on a national level raises $80 million a year. And so what's happening is producers are being forced to fund a 
a program that is being funneled to an advocacy group, and the advocacy group is working on policies that are detrimental to the interests of the cattle producers. So in a nutshell, cattle producers are funding their own demise through a government-mandated program, and that has to be changed. So what the OFF Act would do would, would prohibit advocacy groups from being recipients of the mandatory checkoff dollars. It would require additional auditing. It would prohibit any anti-competitive or deceptive act or any conflict of interest within the boards of these government-run programs. And it's what we should do with every government program. We should have accountability. Uh, the, the public should have the opportunity to reject it if they don't feel that there's any benefit derived from the, the mandatory fees that are assessed upon them. And uh, so this is a major reform after 35 years. It's a major reform of the beef checkoff program. And, of course, those who are the recipients of the program are fighting tooth and nail to keep their gravy train. And that's why they wrote op-eds in the Salt Lake City or Salt Lake Tribune to attack Senator Mike Lee, who's a sponsor of the off-ed. Oh, he is? Okay. Yes, he he understands that we need to reform this program. So he was attacked. So the opinion editorial from our director from Ohio, David Hyde, uh, was in support of Senator Lee's bill and a rebuttal to what the uh, the adversaries had written in their attacks of Senator Lee. Well, I and apologize because so a... I completely misunderstood that. I was I was oh. concerned that he was against it. You know, like we we were fighting SASS there in Nebraska over cool, and he voted to repeal that. And uh, how's how's Secretary Vilsack? Where's his stance on this? Well, you know, we worked with Secretary Vilsack for decades trying to reform the checkoff, and he actually told us that he was going to make some significant reforms, but he never did. And so that's why we ended up in litigation. We filed, uh, we had a a constitutional claim against the checkoff that went through the court system, and it actually caused the USDA to change to try to correct their decades-long violation of First Amendment rights of cattle producers. And now we have a second case that's pending, And in that second case, we allege that the government, when it tried to correct its decades-long violation of the U.S. Constitution that was disclosed in our first lawsuit, they, uh, again, uh, did so unlawfully. They didn't follow their own laws and regulations in terms of providing an opportunity for public comment prior to making significant changes to the administration of, of the checkoff program. And so in combination of the judicial system, and Congress and the administration, we've been trying to reform this uh, this program that has uh, you know worked against the interests of cattle producers for decades. What well, can we do uh, to help? This Congress will allow us to put it in the 2023 Farm Bill, and that's what we're at. What can my listeners do to help? You want them to call their representatives and their senators, or absolutely, they sh- they should call them, and th- they shouldn't stop there. They should should say that uh, we want them to support. The we could call it the off act. They'll know what it is or just say we need reforms to the beef checkoff program. And then if they make the call, they also need to say, say, we need you to pass mandatory country of origin labeling so we will know where our beef comes from. All right. We're going to grab those phone numbers. We did have them sitting in here and they're missing for Congress. I did have it memorized, too, but I've lost it in my brain. So we're going to get that out here in just a minute. We're going to have them call their representatives and their senators so that they can. uh, Great. Okay, here it is. Congress. The phone number there is 202-224-1111. 
3121. That's 202-224-3121. And that'll get any of your congressional um, uh, uh, representatives or Senate. You can call for either one of those, and that'll get there. Let them know you want the OFF Act. And uh, so that sounds like a good deal. Maybe we're getting closer to getting something done there. It's You know, it's... It's a heck of a deal when you have to fight your own organization, meaning the the cattlemen, <laughs> fighting against each other. Because uh, I know that um, you've been doing this a long time, Bill. And uh, right. I have an I have an article here. I'm going to let you, let you kind of take this. Uh, you wrote this, uh, the wolf parable. We've all heard the wolf, wolf parable, but it does us good to repeat it. And by the end of this article, you're really promoting, and I'm 100% for that, uh, RCAF USA. Again, I was giving that out wrong. I was leaving the dash. It's R-CAF, C-A-L-F, USA, R-CAF, USA. And uh, you can visit them. If you're watching on Facebook here, we already put the uh, link to their website on there. So uh, let's talk about the wolf parable. So this is a... um a Native American story that's been passed down and it essentially says that uh, in everyone you have um, the essence of two wolves competing. Uh, one is um, one is fair and kind and compassionate and the other one is greedy and, uh, and, and essentially mean. And so a young boy asked the elder, um, you know, which of the two wolves residing in us will win the competition for our future actions uh, and our thoughts? And the elder's response was, well, it will be the one that you feed. And so uh, th- th- that's very important if you're looking at the challenges that we face is in order to win these battles, you must find the organization that best represents your values and your goals and objectives and what you want the world to look look like 15, 20 years down the road, and you need to support those. Because if okay. you don't support them, the status quo wins every time. Oh, okay, we're going to go, we're heading in, we're heading into, energy. we're heading into a break. I want to talk about that a little bit more because I know you need more support. Yeah, I need more support. We all need more support. We've got to. We've got to stand together. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Bill Bullard, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. I said we were going to try and cram two hours into one, but we kind of try to do that every day. I do have a quote, and I want to go back to this, uh, the off-acts, because I do have the number on it, and I want the listeners to give their representatives and senators a call. But this is, a, this is from Theodore Roosevelt, and I know I've shared it before. It's been a long time. I dug it out this morning after I read your wolf parable. And I'm going to let you get back to that. But every man owes a part of his time and money to the business or industry in which he is engaged. No man has the moral right to withhold his support from an organization that is striving to improve conditions within his sphere. We have a lot of uh, organizations, a lot of people that are trying to get your money. I know that. I'm talking to my listeners. and uh, But there are only a few that I really 
think you ought to support. <laughs> and RCAF USA is one of those because they're fighting for your food supply. And um, this is not something that's just for cattlemen. This is something for everyone. It's as important to the consumer as it is to the producer. And so off act, the actual number is S2860. S2860. And you can give your congressman a call at 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. If you'd rather just talk to someone at RCAF rather than to go on their website, because I know some of my people are afraid of that, give them a call at 406-252-2516. 252-2516, and that's r-calfusa.com. So, the parable of the wolf, obviously, it's the one you feed. We all have the good guy and the bad guy, you know, little cartoons with the angel and the devil sitting on your shoulders, and whichever one you feed, that's the one that grows the strongest. And uh, right. I uh, know that's right in everything in our lives, and I know you're a Christian, and you know you've got to keep in the Word to keep yourself strong and put on the full armor of God. And that is where we all are here in America today. Uh, so let's go on with your parable here and talk about the good that RCAF USA has doing, is doing. Well, and, and what we what we said in that uh, piece was that you know it's it's up to to the person to decide which organization does best reflect their values and which one they believe is fighting for them. And without disparaging the other organizations, we just uh, outlined what we stand for. And, of course, what we stand for is to provide the opportunity for profitability and prosperity for America's farmers and ranchers so they can continue to produce a wholesome, abundant, and affordable supply of food that never, never uh, goes short for the American consumer. And, uh, and so these are, you know, this is what guides us. And so we're trying to restore competitive markets for cattle producers in the marketplace so that they can derive their income from a market and not from a government subsidy. And I think American citizens are tired of paying uh, subsidies uh, for for businesses that, um, you know, have become corporatized and managed by multinational corporations, and they receive the lion's share of federal dollars, and the whole system has become skewed. And the way to fix that is to go back to the basics. And so we want to reform the marketplace so that there are competitive forces so that consumers have a choice in the marketplace as to where they want their beef produced uh, and what price they want to pay for that beef and what quality they want. And we want to uh, grant to them uh, those choices because when they make those choices, it, uh, it produces excellence along the food supply chain because our entrepreneurial farmers and ranchers will strive to achieve what it is that the consumer wants. And uh, we need to reform trade policy. We've been under this globalized approach where we have a borderless world. And as a result, the best example we can give is what's happened to our sheep industry. We've literally destroyed the commercial sheep industry in the United States. And right now, about 74% of all the lamb available for U.S. consumption is imported from Australia and New Zealand. And so those cheaper, undifferentiated imports have essentially destroyed our commercial sheep industry. We need to change course here. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're up against, again, very powerful forces, and it takes money. 
there's there's no way yes, to get it around does. that. It takes and money just, to, uh, to to fund the fight. And, it's an uh, unfortunate, sad fact. Years. Yeah. I, I mean, it's an unfortunate, sad fact. We figured out what it costs to just to run this uh uh, show every day and and it's oh, just yeah. unreal what it takes just on a daily basis and uh beth has made no money you know it's all i can do to just stay on the air but you know uh, mindy patterson comes on once a month and we should have you on more often i apologize i just forget to call you and you can pick up the phone and call me anytime because you're always always welcome because i do consider myself the rural america voice i don't go to anywhere else but here and, and it's so easy as you know bill to get caught up in all the right. distractions that they're putting before us. But the bottom line well, it, is they want to control a, everything. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. If, if there's enough time, I want to give an example of what's happening right now that demonstrates the incredible power that the meat pack, multinational meat packers have over our industry. We've got about and, a minute and a half. Is, Go for it. So we, we, a hundred years ago, Congress recognized that farmers and ranchers were being forced out of business and consumers are paying superinflated prices for the meat. So they passed the Packers and Stockyards Act to support both producers and consumers. And for 100 years, the U.S. Department of Agriculture chose not to enforce that act properly. And so now we've lost so many of our cattle producers that we've shrunk in our industry. We've skeletonized the distribution system. It's now a failure. It needs to be corrected. So in its infinite wisdom, the U.S. Department of Agriculture says, okay, we should probably write rules to implement this 100-year-old act. (laughs) <laughs> so they began the rule writing process, and they're in the midst of it right now. So it only took them 100 years to realize that they've been asleep at the wheel for a century. But nevertheless, they're at, they're doing the proper work now. And then the multinational meat packers who do not want the USDA to write those rules have convinced the House of Representatives to pass a appropriations bill out of the committee that would essentially stop USDA dead in its tracks. It says USDA can have no money for purposes of writing rules to implement the Packers and Stockyards Act that was designed to protect consumers and producers against the uh, abusive market power of multinational corporations. And so now we have a House appropriations bill for fiscal year 2024 that is uh, reflects Congress trying to kowtow to the multinational meat packers, ignoring the interests of producers and citizens, and simply catering to the big packers. And so we're asking people to call their senators and tell the senators, take the language out of the House Appropriations Bill that would stop USDA from writing rules to implement the 100-year-old Packers and Stockyards Act. And that's happening right now as we talk today. All right, so that's another reason to give them a call. Tell your senator we want you to support the Packers and Stockyards Act and say no to those rules that are in that House Appropriations Bill. You've been listening to CSC Talk Radio. We could have done a whole show just on that, <laughs> but uh, you know it's just so much is going on, and I know you're you're running every which direction. I thank you for what you do and the energy. I hope, Craig, that you can keep that up because it's going to take every one of us. Remember. It's 202-224-3121. Let's get together and bring America home. God bless everyone. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. 
Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to beth at csctalkradio.com. For such a time as this, we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? Gold and silver have been the foundation of wealth for individuals and nations the world over. The history of man is packed with coins, jewelry, and artifacts that have spoken to the intrinsic value esteemed in gold and silver due to their rarity, durability, and usefulness. I'm proud to call Melody Cedarstrom a friend and honor Discount Gold and Silver Trading as a loyal sponsor of CSE Talk Radio, a Christian company founded on the principles of truth and honesty. Melody provides quality products, quality service, and competitive pricing. Let Melody's over 20 years of experience in Gold and Silver Trading be your investment guide. From Precious Metals Purchases to Precious Metals IRA. Whether you want to buy or sell, Melody and her team at Discount Gold and Silver will assist you and make sure you get the best deals possible. Call Melody and tell her thank you for sponsoring CSE Talk Radio and then let her know you want her to be your gold and silver dealer. Visit Melody online at dgscoins.com or just give her a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. 